Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pink Print Podcast. This is our 17th episode, I believe, and it's all about Kathy. This is Kathy's special birthday episode. So excited. She's turning 25 years old in a matter of days. And since she's turning 25, we're going to go over 25 of her faves, fave things, fave memories. I don't know. We're going to go into it. This is going to be so fun. And it's all about Kat. All of my favorites all in one place. You guys can really get to know me through this episode. We were going to do a 25 lessons for 25 type of deal, but that seemed a little intense. We've learned a lot of lessons. 25 is a lot, but I didn't want to really narrow it down. And we're going to incorporate that into this, but it's kind of more over my 25 years, what my favorite things are right now and things that I've learned in the past. So it's a mix of both. We got to stay present too. Yes. And we have a birthday guest, which is Luigi. So for those of you who are watching us on YouTube, he's such a treat to have here. This is your birthday treat. Oh, I love him. And she got him groomed yesterday and he's all just so cute. And we're matching. His scarf is matching my blue jacket. Yeah. It's giving quiet luxury over there. It's always giving quiet luxury over here. (laughs) All right, perfect. Well, let's get into it. What's number one? Okay, number one on my 25 favorites list. Number one, you guys might laugh, not me putting this as number one, but the Summer Fridays lip balm. I use that shit like crack cocaine every single day. Lip balm? The balm. Like, it's so... I didn't even know they had a lip balm. Wait, it's the one I bought you for Christmas. Oh, that's a lip balm? Yeah. Oh, I love it too. I didn't just Highly buy her recommends. that for Christmas, by the she way. She just <laughs> bought me a Summer Fridays lip balm for Christmas. Because she, really o- she always steals mine because that's how freaking good it no, is. No, I actually do love it. I endorse it as well. Yeah. By the way, with all my 25 favorites, I know I'm not reinventing the wheel, but like maybe it'll give you some inspiration too and you can just learn what I like. I, I know that this Summer Fridays lip balm, a lot of people have it. <laughs> So essentially what you're saying is you're basic. Yeah, I mean, maybe. The Summer Fridays, honestly, the classic vanilla is so delicious. It's just so creamy. It doesn't make your lips dry. And that's why I like it. Excuse me, Luigi. He's sneezing over here. Somebody needs a Zyrtec. All right, he wants to go down. Okay. Zyrtec. Number two is my favorite book that I've read thus far, and that is A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Why was it your favorite book? This book... I think really changed my life. We're going to talk about some of my favorite like lessons and things that I love and they all come from the book. But this book is based on something called A Course in Miracles, which is obviously a course. Um, and it's a really another really long book with a lot of lessons. Yeah. It's a textbook, essentially. Um, and A Return to Love is kind of a synopsis about it. And the whole point is talking about pretty much how we can shift our perspective from fear to love in regard to anything, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's um, the image we have of ourselves, the image we have of others. So it's a really beautiful book. And I think um, I think everyone should give it a read. What did that like spark inside of you? Like what about turning fear into love like really stood out to you in your life? Like what did you really need to convert into love? The book also touches upon how most of the time we're doing things out of our own ego. So they're saying the ego is that fear factor. And instead we should stop using our ego and change it to love. So whether you're 
pleasing for other people. Like you're doing that out of fear and not love and you're being dishonest with yourself. Um, and the ego is a crazy thing. I mean, all of us work really hard and we, we kind of like always want people to know we're working really hard. Like why? Yes. Who cares? Like, because we all want your approval, baby. Yeah. We, we need validation (laughs) and love from others, but it's life becomes so much better when you can give it to yourself and you're living for you and nobody else's approval. So I think the book is just really good. There's a lot of that. other things in there too, obviously, but, but that's what really stood out to you. And that's yeah, the biggest. I think it's the idea of the ego. Like how can you get out of your head pretty much? Yes. Yeah. So number three, all right. I have tried to meditate before, even when I meditate now, I have so many thoughts running through my head. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm not thinking about the meditation. Then I come back and I hear like Melissa Wood Health in my ear and I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't been paying attention this whole time. But number three is Melissa Wood Health meditations with my leg up the wall when I wake up. I love putting my legs up the wall. Like once you stand up and you're like, ooh, I can like What's feel the point the of putting the legs up a wall again? It's for lymphatic drainage. So mm. as soon as you wake up, it's a really good way to just get your blood flowing. You've been asleep all night, like for eight hours, hopefully. Um, and you're not moving. So as soon as you wake up and put your legs up the wall, your blood circulation just starts to pump and go through your whole body. And it actually gives you a lot more energy for the day rather than just like being stagnant when you wake up. Wait, so how long do you do this for? I try to do 13 to 17 minutes. This is while you're doing a meditation. Correct. Every morning. Oh, actually, well, I keep my, after I'm done meditating, I do my affirmations with my legs up the wall and i read another little meditation book while my legs are still up on the wall oh so God. they're probably up they're probably up there for around 30 minutes which is the goal oh my god that's a long time yeah 25 to 30 do minutes. you see a difference in like my in, body i mean the way you feel you're doing yeah, it I like feel a difference yeah yeah i really like it so I like it's effective mm-hmm. besides the time that you're like meditating and you're in a meditative like relaxed yes. state to like start your day yeah no i think it's effective and just feels really good that's a great so, activity. Everybody add it to their morning routine, mm-hmm. including myself. Yeah. And with while meditating. So yes. I think it's great. I think the point of meditation is just to become more aware of yourself. So even if you are having these thoughts and you think you can't meditate, like it's okay. You're supposed to be observing like, okay, wait, why am I thinking about this right now? What's going through my head? So it's worth it. So it's it really try. hard to quiet our thoughts. Yeah. Mine is there, very difficult. Yeah, I know. <laughs> is there a specific person or meditation that you like to do melissa woodhealth or joe dispenza okay cool which are kind of like the classics but they're the classics for a reason i think oh you want to get down to the nitty-gritty yeah number four is after i work out in the morning i always dry brush and then hop in a freezing cold shower i do the cold shower anyway because i wash my face in cold water yeah so yeah so i start it cold and then i end hot because you know it's uncomfortable to be cold so i'd rather just get it over with and then so I start my showers hot and then I leave to wash my face last. Like I don't really put my face in the water mm-hmm. and then I make it cold and I wash it and then I get my legs in there cold and I finish it cold. That's good too. Whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I'm loving the Skinny Confidential dry brush if you're looking for a specific one. People love the Goop one. I ordered one on Amazon. Honestly, I, I hate to say Amazon. it. There's a difference. There's hate, a difference. I hate to say it, but there's a difference in price too. There's, there's a big difference in price. <laughs> My other one's like ten bucks. This one's like low key eighty. But yeah, I do dry brush every day. So fucking I thought, Ferrari of dry brushes, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> so I thought it was okay to make the investment. Okay, I mean, if you're using it every single day, 
Do you use it twice a day every time you shower? Like, I don't know if you shower in the morning. I have done it twice a day, but I don't think that's good for you. I think once a day is fine. You're okay. Like, you're not supposed to exfoliate your face so much. I don't think you should be exfoli- exfoliating your body twice a day. Because you're getting rid of dead skin cells. Like, of course, we're supposed to have some sort of, like, top layer to our epidermis, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> but I do it every day. Okay, cool. It's really exhilarating when you, like, you literally feel the energy move through your body. You, when you do? do yeah. I'm just like... I do it really hard. I'm like fucking bruising myself with the dry yeah, brush. That shit hurts. The dry brush, the bristles hurt. It hurts hurt. on the tummy. The tummy, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you do it here. And I've noticed when you're sweaty, it hurts more. Or wet. Like maybe, I don't know if you did it like after the beach or something, but. Oh, I haven't done it after the beach. Me either. But I'm saying like after I work out and I'm still like, if I have like sweat droplets down my stomach, it like Really? It hurts, hurts more? Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. To me, you it also don't sweat. I don't sweat. So yeah. I'm always like in the same. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like a gorilla. Dry yeah. <laughs> I do this. Okay. Number five. I put girls trips to NYC. The reason being is I just think it's a really fun city where you can go with your girlfriends and you don't have to plan anything and you're going to have the best time. What is the favorite activity to do in New York with your girlfriends? This is like my ideal day in New York. And we did literally did it in June, but, and I've done it since then too. Any time with me is ideal, you guys. Yeah, pretty much. You wake up, you go to that bakery in the West Village. Oh, and you get a croissant. Oh, whatever. I don't know if I'm just saving my life. It's really good. But they have like these brioches with the sugar. I had an almond croissant, the regular butter, all the, it's such a good bakery. Like, you know, when sometimes you get a croissant, it's like hard and you're like, why the fuck did I get this? I'm pissed. Nice and warm. It's like soft, a soft soft. ass croissant. There's nowhere to sit in there. So you have to get it and like go and walk around the city or sit on a bench. Yeah. And the point is you go get the croissant and then I'll go walk the West side highway for like two two and a half hours sold, like, sold. don't even care how long i'm walking there no phenomenal what an amazing place it's to walk and just stare at people like no and it's beautiful you're oh. by the water it's relaxing yeah it doesn't feel like you're in new york but you are yeah it's just like uh, it's just amazing. it's my favorite it's my favorite too so i'd get a croissant i'd go walk the west side highway maybe you get back around 1 p.m you change you go to lunch so basic but honestly like going to soho and just sitting at chipriani outside is so nice like the best whatever i don't care what people have to say about that because it just is nice it is. i, I know it's vibe. not the best food in new york city i'm not gonna say that but it's about the vibes it's good enough yeah it's good enough it's good enough. the complete vibes yeah you go there you sit down you have a little bellini a little pasta a little vanilla cake at the end yes. and then you go shopping around soho who wouldn't love that and then you just keep walking. Like I'd go to Central Park and walk even more, get a coffee somewhere. Um, and things like happen when you're in New York. I feel like you just like run into someone and they're, they're like, we're doing this. And you're like, okay. And then you go home, change, and then you start doing that. And then I'm out again and my friend lives right where I'm walking by. I'm like, oh, let me go say hi to my friend who's right here. Yeah. So it's just such a spontaneous city to be in with your girlfriends i don't know so many bars to go to so many places to eat and then when i'm in new york i don't even do this in miami which is a place to do it but like i go out until like five o'clock in the morning sometimes in new york York? yeah yeah i don't know it's just really fun so i definitely don't do that here in miami no so girls trips to nyc is for the plot and for the fun yes like no matter the time of year i love it in the winter i love it in the summer i love it anytime spring spring yeah like i don't i don't care so that's my number five number six the dior blush the really pink one which i didn't think would be good on my skin because i'm tan i thought it'd be like a little bit too pink and i love it i wear it every single day when i, I wear makeup 
and it's just like it pops so much i think it pigments to your skin or something like it looks a little really? bit different on everybody i think you know how they have the lip glow and it does that we're literally wearing it right now yeah the lip glow looks great yeah and it looks different on me than it does on you and i think the blush does this has the same effect so mm, well i have to try the blush then i love that blush i'm not a huge like you know makeup girly but I slowly buy some staple yeah. pieces. It's kind of like you don't have to wear a lot of makeup. And then when you put that blush on your face, just like it's more vibrant. You're wearing it right now? Yeah. It looks really good. Thanks. But it doesn't look pink. I didn't put a lot on today. But it's pink. It's, it's not like pink. red. No, it's or... like bubble gum. Oh, that's really cute though. I want to yeah. try that. Yeah. Okay. I Number shall. seven is I've decided to take matters into my own hands and <laughs> take out all the earrings in my ear because i was just over it and now i'm just wearing like little diamond studs and i feel just like clean and put together all the time they look gorgeous always classy sophisticated yeah can't go wrong matches everything yeah like i don't have a pair myself but i would love to get a pair like even when my hair is in a bun i'm just like serving you know it just looks always good yeah i'm I'm into the one earring or whatever i don't have yeah i don't have um I don't have multiple earrings. I only have one hole. Yeah. I used to have a, a bunch. And I love that too. I love that look. But right now Very I'm just cool. not into it. Yeah, no. I've, after since I got my cartilage infected, I haven't gone back. That's the thing. It's so much I maintenance, like, honestly. Like all these things. I mean, I, d- I think I just, I did it wrong. But you're supposed to get a stud first and then do the hoop. And the person at Maria Tosh, which is a well-known place. Okay, it's like literally $4,000 to fucking get your ears pierced there. So they should okay. have done it correctly. Because you're paying for the earring. I yeah. didn't pay that much for the earring <laughs> back then. But I paid for a hoop and they were like, yeah, you can do a hoop. And then the thing is it got, it got, um infected and then it started to swell and as oh. it was swelling the hoop was digging into my skin even more and then, you and then it, it was swelling even more and it was stuck there and i couldn't open the hoop because it hurt so much and it was really hurting and then i had to go to the er and they had to cut it off so ever since then i have not gone another piercing on my ear oh my god not the er yes. i would literally sue maria Josh. i didn't know how to remove it like i couldn't remove it myself because the hoop like i didn't know where the opening was yeah and also yeah i guess with the hoop it's like still open in the back because there's on a back closing the earring no it it closed and i didn't know where the thing whatever i'm scared let's stick to just one okay yeah we'll do one (laughs) so number eight is i have this every single night peppermint tea with raw honey it's like a concoction Mm. elixir for my tummy it feels so good before bed and then when you wake up peppermint tea is really good for your digestive system is there a specific brand that you like I like the Yogi brand of the peppermint tea. Okay, cute. And then raw honey, I get at the farmer's market. It's called Keys Bees. That's mm. obviously going to be something you get in Florida. It's from the Florida Keys. But on Amazon, Keys there's Bees so many. so cute. I know. If you just Aww. look up raw, unfiltered honey, I've had one called Nate's from Amazon if I like didn't have time to go to the farmer's market or whatever. Because honestly, nice. I, never I, don't put, f- I never put honey in my tea. Never? No. At night, it's just like so delicious. It's all I need before bed. I'm still like getting over the fact that people put sh- like sugar and, and milk in their tea. Yeah, I mean, like in England. I know, but like it's still the same tea we drink, and it's just like such a mind blowing concept that people do that. Yeah, people do it in England, not really here. I know. So, number nine, <laughs> this has been a staple of mine for probably three years. All my friends know because they always touch me and they're like, oh, you're like oily, but then they're like, you're so soft. And it's the, I say Osea body oil. I don't think it's Osea. Maybe it's OC. 
body oil i don't know it's expensive so it's annoying because it's like 50 dollars for this bottle of oil but it's so good it smells like the spa it's just a really nice luxurious after the shower after the shower and it feels like you're in a spa and you're so soft and it Mm. smells delicious and people are always like oh my god you're so soft and i joke i'm like yeah i pour olive oil over myself (laughs) and they're like really i'm like no (laughs) she's like yeah italian tradition yeah (laughs) they honestly wouldn't know so Osea, oc whatever the fuck body okay, oil body oil yeah next is okay number 10 using quickbooks let's fucking go our this finance one, girlies this one's really boring but this year i've started to put all of my finances in quickbooks it's so i mean of course we're in real estate so we have our own business quote unquote and we can like write things off because we ha- we're our own business but so it's easier to have quickbooks in that sense i know for a corporate job it you don't need it as much i think that even if you have a corporate job though I, it's so nice to have quickbooks because you can just categorize all yeah. of your your personal, personal expenses so it's like i'm making five thousand a month or whatever it is and i'm spending x amount and you can categorize this is how much i spent on shopping totally. this is how much i've been spending on skincare food entertainment like going to the movies uber eats it's actually disgusting to look at or uber general or then you make a category for like workouts and workout classes i just think it's so important to use it to categorize your personal expenses even if you don't have a business a hundred percent because even if you know where all your money's going yeah and if you're someone who's like okay like where can i cut back you're not gonna be able to think about that raw in your head like if you're stressed about money no so you go to your quickbooks and you can see the total obviously of what you're spending on each category and you can be like holy shit like i don't need to be shopping this much or i don't need to be going to workout classes this much whatever it may be it's also a good way to just like look back if you do it once a week like at your expenses and even if there's some expense that you see that's like fraudulent like you probably won't realize if you're just looking on your credit card app yeah but if you're categorizing it every single week or every two weeks and you're looking you're like "Mm, this looks fishy like Mm -hmm. i don't know you can also catch like some unnecessary subscriptions because you're actually like looking at it you know like i highly doubt people are always looking at their credit card bills and like Mm -hmm. scrolling through all their statements and seeing if like a subscription that was supposed to be canceled was charged again like you're probably not going to notice so it's so much easier to visualize it there and it's just like one place if you have all of your bank accounts linked there to see like just where you stand like this is actually how much i have in my bank account this is how much i have in my savings account this is how much i have in my investment account this is how much i'm spending and this is like just a whole you can see financially where you stand yeah and I think it's just important because also in this day and age, we're constantly zelling people, Venmoing people. And it's yeah. like, where the fuck is this? This money doesn't, you don't keep track of it. So you do obviously in QuickBooks. Yeah. I think it's so, it's so amazing to yeah. have everything categorized and like mm-hmm. that way you have your personal finances in check. Yeah. So number 11 Anyone that knows me like knows I love to do all types of workouts. I lift, I spin, I walk, I do mat pilates heated, true. I do you like regular thing. Yeah, I really love any workout. I'm not much of a runner, but even when I do, like I'm like, oh wow, I feel really accomplished. So, I'm not a runner. Yeah, no. I'll do really anything, but I don't like the mega former, like i.e. solid core, jet set, all that stuff. And finally, Miami opened a classical Pilates studio and my best friend teaches at it. So number 11 of my favorites is going to reforming Pilates, specifically on Miami Beach with Emily Cantor. 
And these classes just make me feel so good inside and out. You feel so powerful. You did something you loved. Yeah. You feel strong. I'm like sweating bullets in there sometimes. It's like it's crazy. It's an amazing class. If you're in Miami, definitely go yeah. and try the class out because it's so good. Yeah. It's really, really good. Number 12. Oh, also, Anna, the vibe of the studio is just it's really like chef's cute. kiss. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's all 10 out of 10. Um, number 12 is Louise Hay's book, Heal Your Body, which is filled with positive affirmations. I star the affirmations that I like to mm-hmm. do every morning. Gio taught me. It's like such a good hack to just like put a little star next to the ones that you want to say. Yeah. So you're not like reading through the, all of them every morning because they don't yeah. all apply. Um, and I star the ones that I like to say and I go through them every single morning after I meditate. I stay there laying with my legs up and I say them out loud, breathing, um they're really powerful you can heal your body from inside out is there a favorite affirmation that you have off the top of your mind something i just say all day what she says in her book you can heal your life is all day you should just be saying to yourself she says you should say it 500 times a day i love and approve of myself i love Love and and approve of myself um i love you katarina filpi i love you katarina filpi i say those all day long like literally randomly just in my head yeah yeah exactly and it's great you're doing anything and it's like when was the last time talking negatively to yourself ever worked? It didn't. It like literally has never worked and it never will. So even if I have like a negative thought pop up, I immediately. Oh, was Luigi not knocking on the door? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Ghost. Um, when I have like a negative thought pop up, I immediately will be like, nope, I'm not going to think this anymore. I love and approve of myself. I love and approve yeah. of myself. So it's great and then i just start spiraling i'm like i'm prosperous i'm <laughs> slender i'm healthy i'm wealthy and it's great like i'd rather I'm be healthy, spiraling into positivity a hundred percent i love that yeah okay what's next oh oh i'm gonna ask you okay number 13 yeah what is your favorite advice that you've ever gotten this is really short and sweet my favorite advice that i would say to if i could create like a law and say it to everybody would be this yes it would be there's no time like the present so if you're thinking about something even if you're like oh i have to go do this return no time like the present like go get it done right now come on do it but i mean that's a really like simple task but if it's something deeper like i want to launch this business i want to try this workout i want to climb mount everest like make it happen there's no time like the present you have no idea what tomorrow or the next day may bring so go get it done there's no time like the present spending time with friends spending time with people like oh i know i think this like i need to go see my dad more often there's no time like the present i can't fly there right now but i am flying out there in february yeah (laughs) and you know just do it exactly I love that. Okay. What is your favorite quote out of these 25 years you've lived? Okay. My favorite quote, number 14, it's from Marianne Williamson's A Return to Love. Here we are. And this is the quote. Full circle, baby. (laughs) Our greatest tool for changing the world is our capacity to change our mind about the world. So I have a few notes on this because This this is talking more or the way I interpret it is we have a choice every single day. Are you going to hold on to fear or are you going to spread love? I think this ties onto the notion of victimhood. Everyone can make themselves a victim for whatever reason. It's so much easier to always be a victim. So much easier. You can blame, oh, this happened to me, so I'm going to act this way. Well, listen, that's life. Hard shit happens to everyone. It doesn't matter if you think your shit is harder because it's not because that person, the hardest thing anyone has ever been through is the hardest thing they have ever been through. Yeah. So 
maybe they didn't lose someone, but maybe they got broken up with from their partner of five, whatever, however many yeah, years. Yeah, and you had a, heart, a terrible heartbreak. And that's the person you've been with for a really long time. And to them, maybe they would say, I'd rather lose a parent than lose this boyfriend. You know, like who knows? But the point being, you just have a choice. You can either let something bad happen to you, define you, or you can take it and be like, no, like this is not going to define me. And I'm going to make something out of this. I'm going to be strong. I'm going to inspire others. And I'm still going to do me. And now my life is just on a different path, but it's my path. We always have a choice so we can choose Yep, exactly what the quote says. We can choose the way we want to see the world and how we want to perceive it. Simple as the glass half full or the glass half empty. How are exactly. you choosing to see your circumstances and your life and where you are? And, and like you said earlier, when's the last time it worked to be negative? Yeah. It, it doesn't. So like just choose to see positivity and choose to see the brighter side because then that's what you're going to see in the world and you're going to see that life is beautiful rather than life always sucks and it's so hard. Exactly. And it's like, Actually, a girl that I follow on Instagram who I love, she was my Pilates teacher in Boston. She posted something and she was like, life doesn't always have to be so hard. And no, it the, doesn't. Right. And what she was saying is like, you choose if you want it to be really hard or not. Like you can choose to look at any situation and make it a shitty situation or you can not. And it's as, it's as simple as that. Yeah. I always love to tell myself like things life doesn't have to be hard it doesn't have to be hard like you can work really hard like in your job but why do you need to suffer you don't need to suffer right working extra hours you don't need to suffer and like oh but i need to suffer to make a lot of money or i need to suffer to have the amazing body like you don't need to suffer and people genuinely have mindsets that you do need to like really go through hardships in order to like then be like, I finally got to the place that I want to be at. But you don't need to. It can be easy. Like, why can't things flow to you easily? Mm-hmm. Why do you need to go through such hardships? Mm-hmm. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. So if you choose to think like that that's, and choose to. Yeah, that's like that quote. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Exactly. Which, I mean, we're like fucking quoting out here. <laughs> well, But it's true and it all ties it's together. It's your favorite quote we're I talking know, know. about. But it, it really is true. Like, suffering is an option exactly it's a choice every single day you have a choice on how you feel how you want to look at the world how you want to deal with it how you want to react or be proactive about it yeah everything yeah that's a lovely quote so you guys should go read the book if you haven't we're getting so much from it so now that we said your favorite advice quote what is your favorite lesson thus far okay my favorite lesson i'm gonna base it off of a quote because there we go we're back to quoting i'm gonna quote just to give some context and then I'm going to speak. Okay. So forgiveness is the key to inner peace because it is the mental technique by which our thoughts are transformed from fear to love. Our perceptions of other people often become a battleground between the ego's desire to judge and the Holy Spirit's desire to accept people as they are. As we love, we shall be released from pain. And as we deny love, we shall remain in pain. This is a lesson that I pretty much learned this year. Okay, not 2024, in 2023. Yeah. And the whole point of the quote is forgiving and forgiveness as a theme. But I'm going to give you guys an example from this year. And this is the reason I think the lesson became very prominent. It's been really hard for me and my dad to find this new relationship together without my mom being here. So we have had a lot of ups and downs and tumultuous arguments because we're both frustrated. This is like a whole new life for us. 
Yeah. Me and my dad have always been super close. He's always been really chill, but he doesn't know how to be a parent without her. And I don't blame him for that. I bear, I don't know how to live without her either. And we've been learning together. So it's really easy for us to get into arguments and we're both really fiery. And the way I argue is fiery. And I know that. And him and I are so alike that that's why it gets really intense. Yeah. <laughs> we both kind of like want to be right. And then I've actually shifted from that. And when I just kind of break down and cry, he has no idea what to do with that information. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so we're learning all this about each other because it's never come up before. Like everything was always candies and roses with us because my mom always got my wrath and he would be the of chill course. parent, you know, yeah. of course. And this year it's taken a lot for me to just of course, I'm thinking about myself. I'm like, this is so hard for me. Like how this isn't hard for you. You didn't lose your mom, blah, 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 blah. And that's obviously not true. And there's no comparing loss and grief with someone, a different relationship that they of lost. Of course, yeah. But for a while I was living like that. And I was like, you know what? When me and my dad are good, we're so good. Mm -hmm. And I love our relationship. And he's seriously all I have, him and my brother and my immediate family. And fighting is just horrible like it it makes me feel disgusting from inside and out and i feel really lonely when we fight and i don't want to feel that way and i'm denying myself his love because i'm the one who's keeping up this argument and putting up this front and continuing to badger him and i think there's a there's also a fine line because it's i can't just go on and not say how i feel but there's different ways to go about it and if i choose to forgive him things are just so much better and so much easier for the both of us. Like I feel his love. He feels mine. You know, he's also a, a, an older man. Like he needs me too. Yes. A hundred percent. And he doesn't want to be alone as much as I don't want to be alone. So it's just a lot easier. I know it's easier said than done. Cause trust me for a while, I wasn't being forgive, uh, forgiving, forgiving. Yeah. And uh, now I'm just like, wow, my life has drastically changed for the better because I'm I stopped denying myself this fear and this hate and I'm accepting and spreading love instead and I know this sounds like very Deepak Chopra of me but I want to tell people because it's so it's so much easier to fight and then just like hold a grudge but in the moment it's easier and then in the long term it sucks like I think it's also easier to be mad and hold on to all these feelings but yeah but like we were just saying, you're choosing to let that go. Yeah. So you can continue a healthy relationship with your dad as you yeah. guys navigate this. And I think it's really nice that you shared that because mm -hmm. it really is a an example of what people could be going through on their day to day. And it's yeah. something that really on the day to day is not easy to do, but like mm -hmm. you can do it. Yeah. And it takes a village. And I think the reason I was able to also get to this place is by talking to other people, like Gio especially, I tell her. And she always she tells me the other side. She's like, well, what about X, Y, Z? How do you think he feels? What do you think he's going through? And it's like easy when you're, if you can like have a person that you can talk to and explain your true feelings with. Right. So I can tell her like my side, I, I probably wouldn't say everything I said to her to my dad if I wanted to express my feelings because it would be hurtful. Um, and then you can express in a different way to the person that you're arguing with. But when you have someone that you can fully confide in and say how you feel you know, they're usually going to be able to also see both sides. And it's helpful for me to hear like the other things because it's true. And I'm not going to in the moment when I'm angry, think about how he's feeling. I'm only thinking about myself. Yeah, you're only thinking about yourself and you're not even trying to understand where he might be coming from. Yeah. But once you do it also like levels of playing field a little bit, it makes it a little easier also to forgive because you see where he might be coming from, too. Yeah. 
So that's my favorite lesson that forgiveness might be hard in the moment, but again, we have a choice. We have a choice to be in love or be in fear and deny that love from ourselves because you're only doing it to yourself. That's really nice. I love that lesson, especially for you in this time. Yes. Thank you. And the last question before we go back to her fave things, what is your favorite memory? My favorite memory thus far. I'll give context again because that's just me, obviously. I have been skiing ever since I could remember. Like since I was, they called it the mogul mouse, which is so cute. What is that? When you're in ski school as a really little kid, I was three years old. And oh they, they put these little vests on you and it says mogul mouse. Because you know, like moguls on the mountain. Oh, the like glue mogul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so cute. It's so cute. Of course, growing up in Miami, when we would go on family vacations, we'd kind of want to go to the cold because we're always in the heat. Like we're not going to go to an island. We have the most beautiful beaches right in front of us. So we would go skiing in the winter and in the spring. And uh, we'd always take family vacations growing up, skiing, whatever, all the time together, the four of us. And once I got to college, my dad was like getting a little bit older and he's like, my dad was a really good skier and he skied with yeah, me my, sure my whole life. Yeah. But he like was getting a little older and he's like, it's so cold. Like, I don't want to be there. I don't want to hold my skis. Skiing's a production. Anyone it that's is, ever been is, knows like your the boots are heavy, the thing. He's like, I really don't want to be in the cold. Like, yeah. But my mom knew how much I love skiing. So once I got to college, she would still take me skiing every spring break. Um, and we would just have the best time. And my favorite memory was we were in Aspen skiing over spring break. I think it was my sophomore year of college. And we went down this run that we had never been down before. And we were like, honestly hauling ass, like going really fast. Her and I love to ski. And the fucking mountain, all the run all of a sudden turned into moguls, like out oh, of nowhere. Fuck that. We start flying in oh the God. air oh my God, because my God, we had no idea they were coming. Dude, skiing's hella oh scary God. because <laughs> it's just you. It's just you. It's like I told you, remember, yeah. it feels like you're on a roller coaster, but like you're not. Yeah. It's all you. Yeah. And this was towards the end of the day. This was probably one of the last runs. And we start flying. My mom flies in the air. The pole like stabbed her, her <gasps> pinky. Oh my God. So- and no, but it's funny. Her, oh. her pinky like got so swollen. She was like, oh my God, what the fuck did we just do? <laughs> and then we skied down and we were like, okay, I think it's time to be done for the day. And we went to this Mexican restaurant like in Snowmass, um, Vanga Vanga, I'm sure people know. And uh, we just like sat there. We got like chips and guac, got margaritas yeah, 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 and like, like vibes there the for a while. Vibes. Yeah. And she was like icing her pinky with a margarita. Oh, <laughs> not the margarita. She's like, I need a fucking drink yeah, after li- that. Literally. She's like, let's ease the pain. <laughs> so that's like my favorite memory. And it was just like, she literally just took me skiing because she knew I wanted to so badly. She it could, was just she the two of you? Less. Yeah, it was just the two of us. That's really cute. And it was really such a fun trip. Like, go to, like, Nobu at night, and we were yeah. in, like, our fur. Like, we just had the best girls' trip ever. That's really cute. Yeah. Oh my. So, number 17. This is kind of, like, my style. And I would say, like, I just love baggy pants and pointy heels. I can wear with a black yes. cami tank top. This I can wear with so a corset. Her. I know a lot of people wear this, but like I'm t- like I still wear it, and I know some people are over with it, but it's just my style. I'm literally wearing that today—a t-shirt, like baggy jeans and sambas. But um, no pointy heel today. No pointy heel. Normally today, she but would I, come with a pointy heel. Exactly. But more on this is just—I said this to you yesterday. No hate towards girls. I love. I'm such a girls' girl. I literally love anything girls do. Whatever makes no, you, you happy. No, you can be honest. What were you saying? 
But this, I am going to be honest because I'm so irritated with every girl trying to fulfill the same aesthetic right now. Yeah, everyone looks the fucking same. Yeah, I'm just like sick of it. Like, stop with the like, not stop with this if this is truly you and you love this, but I just like every girl right now is like low exposure, Chanel loafer, bag, like sunglass, my matcha this morning. Like, and I'm not saying I don't do that because I do that too, but. I don't only post that and some, I just some pe- feel like some people are afraid to truly be authentic and themselves and they are all trying to look the same because they're like, oh, if this one girl got famous from this, like if I just try to be the same aesthetic, it'll work. But it's like, you need to be yourself. You do. I mean, listen, I had a matcha this morning too. Yeah. I also have Chanel flats and <laughs> the back. It's fine. Like you can have all the same things, but I'm not like portraying or putting it the same way. Right as other people right like we're like for example you do that and i do that you yeah. and i are so different right right and if we're looking out on social media like even if you're gonna look our feeds look so different because we are so different and we yeah. still express it differently yeah so i think it's like yeah everyone likes this shit sure but it's like the way that you express yourself let it be authentic to who yeah. you are and don't just post it because yeah. you posted it and you're famous and I want to get famous and just like dress what you feel good in. Like everyone's going to feel good in something different. Everyone looks different and that's, what's so amazing and unique. So I just think with social media, people are like losing their style and they don't even know what their style is because we're on overload of information and content all the time. And I don't blame people. I'm saying like, it's hard because you're seeing the same aesthetic all day on social media, on TikTok, on, on Instagram. It's like, okay, I don't even know what my style is. I thought it was this because this is all I see now. I know. I, th- I think it's a little confusing, but also like that aesthetic, if you think about it, like it's just on social media because then you go out to your outside life. I'm sure all these <laughs> girls. You walk down the street and you don't see that. Like you're not <laughs> seeing that. These people I'm sure are not even acting like this or, or maybe even dressing like this all the time. And it's just what they're portraying, but they're all portraying the same thing. Yeah. But you're not really like that. So just portray who you really are. Yeah. I love it. I just want people to be authentic. I think it's more interesting. It is. That's the most beautiful thing that we have about ourselves is that we're unique. It is that you have dark hair and I have blonde hair and blonde hair. And I'm so not blonde, but, (laughs) but that is what's so great about all of us. It's like, what do we all want to look the same and dress the same? This isn't fucking communism. Like just be different. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. Number 18 is light pink roses. This is short and to the point. Like I've just been loving light pink roses around my house. They're so beautiful. My, my, they look I say so my baby beautiful. cousin, my 18 year old cousin, who's not a baby anymore, brought me light pink roses earlier this year. And she's like, they're just my favorite. And that's so cute. I know. And then they were just in my house and now I can't stop buying them for my house. They're just so beautiful and dainty. And I feel like I'm walking into like a french boutique when i walk into my apartment (laughs) okay i love it no i love roses and the light pink looks really cute yeah very feminine yeah number 19 is going to the movies i've been going to the movies like a mad woman every single week what's your favorite movie that you've watched right now that's out i just saw mean girls yesterday and it wasn't for me it wasn't for you you're Um, not the musical gal i haven't watched the last three movies i've seen are wonka Iron also Claw. musical. Wow, you've been loving the musical. Yeah. Iron Claw and Mean Girls. I think out of those three, Iron Claw. I knew you were going to say Iron Claw's your but favorite. But it's a really depressing movie. Like, I don't even know what, how I feel about it you yet. You didn't I'm watch anyone processing. but you? 
I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I need you, to see it. You're, that's going to be your new favorite. Okay. I need to see Once it. Once you see it in yeah. the movie theaters. I just love going to the movies. It's such a fun little activity on Tuesdays. And I'm sure any movie theater in America does this on a certain day. But on Tuesdays, my movie theater, it's like $6. And it's yeah, a really beautiful $7 movie theater. And yours is so much nicer. Yeah. So it's okay. just a cute activity to do. Um, I love the movies. I love too. watching movies. I'm I love a film popcorn. girl. I want to study film for a minute. I love movies. Yeah, you do. We yeah. saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood together at the movies once. Yeah, that's like, you know, like a movie buff kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Tarantino. literally everyone saw that video. <laughs> um, number 20, oh my God, has been talking to an astrologer this year. Wow. Which Gio introduced me to this astrologer. Why do you love speaking to astrologers? Why has that been like one of your 25 faves? She has just been one, the woman specific, her name is Rachel Schwartz. She you can find her rachel the astrologer she <laughs> I sh- i'm like i should have gatekept that <laughs> she is so magical and wonderful she's this like beautiful israeli woman yeah, like has phenomenal. a thick accent it lives in new york i'm just so maybe i'm just obsessed with her honestly but she she's really cool tells now that i have a deeper relationship with her because i've seen her a few times yeah she like really tells me how it is and yes. i'm like tell me how it is like what's going on i know and so i was like I'm just gonna tell you. I'm like, fucking tell me. Yeah, yeah. Don't She's keep like, anything you know, from me. I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, <laughs> that was uh, good. <laughs> and so we talk, and she's just so, I feel like a different person after I talk to her. And yeah. even a normal session is great, but I just did theta healing with her, and uh, it was one of the most magical things I've ever done. Like, my eyes were closed the whole time. Yeah. And at one point, there's so much energy that they are moving through you, and that's just around you i felt like i was spinning uncontrollably and i was almost like i need to open my eyes because (gasps) i feel crazy and i told her i was like i feel like i'm spinning so fast and i can't stop and it's just you just get to know so much about your strengths and your weaknesses when you talk to somebody like this and get to know yourself on a really deep level and what you need to work on the whole point is you go in there knowing you're not perfect and you're like i need to make some changes like it's humbling you don't it's never like they tell you, I mean, she tells you good things, but it's not about that. It's about like, I need to fix this and I'm feeling this way. What do I, what can I do and why is this happening? I think it's so good to use the astrology sessions to also like help you, like you said, like get to know yourself because you can really like then forge your own path. Yeah. I don't like when people go to astrologers and they're like, am I going to marry my boyfriend? Yeah. Like, (laughs) or is like, what's my year going to look like and what's going to happen in the future? Like, I don't like future telling. I just like, reading you you get to know yourself and then you can make informed decisions because you're just knowing yourself better mm-hmm. and what more than than that you know because mm-hmm. then it just gets in your head when they're like oh this this is that and she doesn't do this rachel doesn't even do this but i'm assuming other people do and i'm sure you can ask this. and you can maybe ask these questions too but exactly like am i gonna marry this guy or like you know just specific things like that then it gets in your head and then it's like is this really something that you want or are you not believing it's gonna happen because someone told you it's gonna happen yeah and now it's in your head and then you're thinking about it so much and putting into energy that maybe it actually does happen Mm -hmm. good or bad because Mm -hmm. you're thinking about it so much but then it's like it feels like someone interfered with it because you don't really know if it was like well you don't it wasn't your thought to begin with like someone planted it in there you know and if you never knew that information then it maybe would have just yeah, your life would just be different. Yeah, I just think that it's for you to decide and you to use these tools mm-hmm. to 
make the best decisions for yourself, knowing yeah. yourself. Yeah, I agree. And you can keep doing a million sessions mm-hmm. and getting Learn down to the nitty-gritty about yourself, whether it's in your career specifically. And then, like, with your family members, like, you can really work on, like, you know, building better relationships with each person. Like, you can just go into, a like, so many different so many things. And you can do it every year with the energy of, like, the year and, like, what's best to work on this year. Right. <sighs> wow. Yeah, there's a lot. So I'm obsessed. Yes. To put it lightly. It's amazing. Um, number 21, chilled red wine. I was off of wine for a while. It would honestly make me feel sick. Like I just didn't like and it. And now it doesn't? And now, like now. You're like, like no, I can fucking no, down a bottle. Now low key tequila is not making me feel good. I mean, your body is always <laughs> changing, which is, it's crazy. Tequila. And tequila and me are besties, but. Same. We were, we were before yeah. we, we had to break up. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, like, I think it's just really nice to have a glass of chilled red wine when I'm having dinner sometimes or cooking or like on the weekend, but it has to be chilled. I don't like room temperature red wine. I won't order it at a restaurant because it's never chilled. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's just fun. Picky. Wine connoisseur. Yeah. Number 22 is not making plans. There's honestly not much to explain about this. I just am letting life unfold and it feels so much better to not have my entire life planned to a T, like my weekends, my plans with friends, like just really nice to not feel stressed about plans. And I'm making my friends because that's not how you're supposed to feel. So good. You want to make God laugh? Tell Tell me your plans. plans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like dash Khloe Kardashian. (laughs) Number 23 is putting my phone away as early as 7.30 p.m. Like when I get home from work, that I, is love, amazing. I love putting it in the other room. Like some people are like, well, what if somebody needs me? I'm like, they're going to figure it out. Like they don't need you. So I love putting my phone away. <laughs> they don't need you. It's true though. When yeah. you give people time, they will figure it out. Yeah. I, especially for me because I have a boyfriend. So at the end of the day, when we're finally together and like cooking dinner, I don't like when he's on his phone either. So I'm like, let's put the phones away. Let's have dinner and like really connect yes. and spend quality time. So the phone away. And it's also really good for your sleep. Like you don't need to, what am I going to be doing on the phone all day? Like I don't need to be sitting on the couch scrolling on social no, bro, media. It gives me a fucking headache to be headache, on my phone headache. too much. Like it really does. So the phone's away. It's unproductive after that time. So oh, there's Luigi there's wants the to come back in. He's back for the end. Number 24 one of my favorite parts of the morning, and my boyfriend's just going to eat this up, is before he goes to work, I love when we sit on the couch and we Aww. just have, he has his coffee and I have my matcha, and we're just sitting on the couch before the day starts together. It's like my favorite part of my day when we just get to hang out for like 30 minutes to an hour and just chat in the morning with our coffee or matcha. That's really nice. Very wholesome. And number 25 is spending Sundays with my family. I have just been going to my aunt's house every Sunday. The football is on. She cooks for us. I get to hang out with her and all my cousins. Sometimes my brother and his girlfriend are there. My boyfriend is there. And it's just really nice. Like sometimes um, we're in the pool all day. We're throwing the football. We're eating steak. Then we're back on the couch. Like it's just really nice quality time with my family that I love. Um, and it's really nice just to spend a Sunday, like doing that with people that you love and relaxing. You should invite me. That sounds really fun. Mm, You'd like that, wouldn't you? So, (gasps) oh my God, those are my 25 favorites. I wait, I have a question. Okay. So, okay. Those are your 25 favorites. Yeah. This is a bonus favorite. This is a bonus. Um, so what are you most looking forward to in your 26th year? 
around the sun? That's a really good question. I think I'm most looking forward to keeping the promises that I make to myself in regard to all of my health goals, all of my business goals, and seriously just continuing to not make plans. Like all I want this year, I want this year to just unfold so naturally and everything that I'm like working so hard for to just follow me and come to me. Yes. Um, because I'm putting in the effort, not because I'm sitting on my ass. Don't chase the track. Exactly. And I don't know. I'm just, I f- I'm feeling so much better about this year. Last year was really, really, really hard. And I have really good energy. I'm excited for all the trips I'm going to take, all the food I'm going to eat, all of my fitness goals that I'm going to hit, all my business goals that I'm going to hit. I'm just really excited like for life, like holistically. I love to that. Happen. I yeah. love that. Wait, and how are you actually spending your birthday? Tell for us. For my birthday, of course. Tell I, us where the astrologer told you exactly. to go. Exactly. So Gio has always done this and her mom, and I did it this year because I've been working with this astrologer for a bit before my birthday. And you do a solar return reading and you tell her what you want to focus on this year. And she told me the best place for me to spend my birthday would be Austin, Texas. And I've never been before. So so fun. Me and my boyfriend are going to Austin. Hopefully me and tequila are friends again by this time because (laughs) I hear the tequila and the mezcal there is amazing. But uh, we're going to go to Austin. Me and my boyfriend literally love to just explore cities and like eat at different restaurants. So we're going to go there. I'm going to get some cowgirl boots and I'm just excited to like go to dinner and then at night go to like a different bar, listen to live music. We're, I'm so excited. And I love exploring a new city with my boyfriend. He's also just really fun. I'm a fun person, but I can be in my shell and he'll, he's just more, he brings out like my inner child. So that's really cute. Yeah. Like, well, we can, I know, Riley, (laughs) we can like go to a park and he'll be like, let's go on the swings. And I'm like, okay. And we just, we like laugh so hard. So I'm excited to explore a new city with him and just have time again. I mean, I kind of just went on a trip in LA, but it's okay. And have Mm. time to just completely unplug and relax. And even if we're just like in in the spa hanging out all day, it's great. So yeah, I'll be in Austin, Texas, y'all. If anyone wants to meet up with her. Yeah, I'll do a meetup. A meetup? Write <laughs> your recs. Actually, I have so many recs below. I'm below. <laughs> I have so many recs, but I love I love taking any of them. So That's going to be really fun. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm excited for you to go. Mm-hmm. I know. I just think it's cool that on my birthday, I get to like check a place off the list that I've, lists I've wanted to go visit. Yeah. And it's close by. It's such mm-hmm. a cool city. Yeah. I've been once, but it, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, and I love that vibe. Like Yellowstone is my favorite show. I know okay. it's in Montana. Yellowstone but. is literally not Austin, but I know. okay. But it's a it's a cowboy sure, girl. Vibe. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. And I love Mexico. You're bringing food. up Kevin Costner again. We were just talking about him last episode. I know. Yeah. How could I not? I love it. Anything else? No. Those are my 25 faves for turning 25. My birthday is February 4th. Uh, I was born in 1999 at 3.30 p.m. If you want to look up my chart. so What is your big three? Tell them. My big three, I, my son is Aquarius, obviously. You're so weird. Okay. <laughs> my rising is Cancer. Wait, don't don't you know, tell anyone. Aquariuses, they say they're like weird, like out of this world. I am. Vibes. I'm super weird. It's giving alien. It's giving alien. It's really um, a big contrast in my chart that I, my son is in Aquarius because so it's then, like we repress our feelings and we don't give a fuck. But then my rising is Cancer. Yeah, and at I least it's not your that. moon sign. That would suck. Not my boyfriend's <laughs> moon being Cancer. <laughs> okay, I actually am a Cancer, but I know. Yeah, and my moon is in Libra. 
So it's double air, little bit of water. I do have some other water. We won't get into my whole chart, but yeah. Damn. It's a good mix. Good enough to get along with me. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good enough to get along with everyone. That's true. She actually gets along with everybody. She has a million friends. I have five. Okay. Luigi, do you have any statements? He says happy birthday. (laughs) He says happy birthday, Dia. He says happy birthday, Dia. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. It was really fun for us to make. So happy birthday, Katerina. Yeah, happy birthday to me. Love you guys. Love you guys. Ciao, bye.